0: Today's episode of the Bill Simmons podcast is brought to you by Realty Shares. Here's a much less frustrating way to diversify your risk than listening to me and House make football bets. Just invest in real estate at RealtyShares.com. Browse professionally vetted investments in just a few minutes and invest as little as 1000 per transaction. Register at no cost at Realtyshares.com slash BS and join the thousands of investors who have already registered with over $10 million already in return to investors to date. That's RealtyShares.com slash BS. The Bill Simmons podcast is also brought to you by HBO because they were nice enough to give me my own television show. That launches next spring. Thank you, HBO. This Saturday night at 9.30 on HBO, undefeated Terrence Crawford defends his super lightweight title against Joe House. It's Joe House's first professional fight. No, it's actually Jean. Uh Crawford is undefeated. He's fun to watch. And people are starting to wonder, is he going to be the next Floyd Mayweather? Check him out Saturday, 9.30 on HBO. And with that, I think this is the 12th podcast Still, no entrance music. America's national nightmare continues. God, we need music. But at least we have Joe House. And, and we're very excited for this podcast. Um, every year, we do over-unders for the NBA win totals. House and I take this very seriously. We do research. Um, we, we try to one-up each other. We have locks. People listen to our bets. Last year, we did okay. The year before, we did Amazing. And, uh, and I'm really excited for this. But as, as usual, on Fridays, we're going to do NFL picks as well. And I just wanted to mention, you can get these podcasts at BillSimmonsPodcast.com. Thank you to iTunes for all the love they've given. You can get them on iTunes, get them on SoundCloud. We're working out something with Stitcher. I like Stitcher. I think that's a good app. I think we're going to get something done with that. So hopefully we're going to add that soon. And without further ado, the man, the myth, the legend, Joseph House, how are you?
1: It's a holy day. It's a blessed day. It's a day for a free flowing conversation that may occasionally touch on mature subjects.
0: Yeah, where well, we might say a word like, like fuck every once in a while.
1: <laughs> oh, God. I, I probably won't. Well, I think my gonna, mom say, I'll say to a this, couple. I'll
0: say a couple for us.
1: <laughs> you, you, you carry the, the F bomb load for us.
0: All right, so here's the deal we are doing NFL picks for week seven quickly, and then we're going to do the Eastern Conference. NBA over-under win totals. That is part one. Part two, we're going to do the Western Conference. We're going to tape it today on a Friday, so hopefully nobody gets hurt. And we're going to run that on Tuesday because the NBA season starts next week, and we got to get this up. So Eastern Conference today, Western Conference, part two. Right now, week seven. Uh, oh, wait a second. I, I have the wrong file open. Well, we, we, there's not that many games this week.
1: But you know it's a slate of thirteen because there was uh, one last night. I have
0: the I have the right file. So I'm having a good year picking games. You know what's really helped me is being able to do the picks on Sunday instead of Friday. And I always used to bitch <laughs> about the Friday picks because I had my column due. Now I get the two extra days, and it, and it's really helped me. I'm fifty one, thirty seven, and four in the season. Hit the Seahawks last night. Dude, who'd you have last night?
1: The Seahawks.
0: Yeah. Desperate defense against Kaepernick that's all I needed. I didn't even care what the line was uh, Sunday best bets on Instagram 11 five and two we had we did best bets on Friday. I encourage you to check Twitter and Instagram if you're actually listening to our picks because we uh, you know like last week the Washington professional football team we, we both picked them on Friday and, and then it became clear that they were seriously banged up. Heading into the Sunday game, and I actually switched my pick. I didn't care. I didn't care. Yeah, what I told that the podcast was a, listeners. A good
1: switch by you. I saw that yeah. and and uh, had the same sentiment. You know, the crazy thing about that, the DC Gruden's, they they have won uh, five out of their six games at halftime. Too bad those games can't be over at halftime.
0: It's too bad. It's too bad. Things like halftime adjustments matter. <laughs> Let's go bad. over the, here. Are the games we're not picking every week. We pick five bets. I think we're we're either slightly over 500 or 500. I think we're over 500, though. We're not picking Skins minus three and a half at home over Tampa. Uh, I, I'm going to take the Skins. I don't feel good about it. You have the Skins, I bet, right? I do. Falcons minus six at Tennessee. Yeah, I'm probably taking Atlanta. I think Wisenhunt is right now the reigning worst coach in the league. I don't feel good about that one
1: either. How about you? I'm probably taking Atlanta because uh, Marriott still may not play.
0: Chiefs are giving, what's the line now for that Chiefs game? Three and a half? Is that right? That can't be it's
1: right. off the board from what I was looking yeah, at. Yeah, all
0: right. Whatever, whatever that they, line is. We don't I'm, know
1: about Big Ben playing.
0: I'm taking the Steelers, and I'm still excited that I was the last person to find out that Landry Jones is white. I had no idea. Uh, Cardinals-Ravens. That line is 7.5, and, and the Ravens are just getting three points of respect that they don't deserve every week, and I'm going to keep banging whoever they're playing until that changes. Cardinals, I like them, but I didn't like them enough to, to pick it. Yeah. You have that same? I do. All right.
1: I'm not going to argue, make an argument on behalf of the Ravens.
0: No, they're done. Put a fork in them. Uh, all right, here are our picks. You have uh, Buffalo and Jacksonville in London. The Bills are favored by four points who do you have in this as one of your best bets?
1: I'm going back to London. Yeah. Notwithstanding the bad taste left in my mouth. The mistake previously was picking against the better team. This time I'm not going to make that mistake, taking Buffalo.
0: Okay. I like Buffalo as well, but I don't I – no Sammy Watkins and backup quarterback. I don't feel good about it. I didn't want to join you on that one. And I'm not joining you on this next one. Minnesota giving two points in Detroit. Teddy Bridgewater laying points on the road makes me nervous, but obviously you're not nervous. Who would you have?
1: I I have been very hesitant and reserved with respect to this Minnesota team all season long. I'm finally ready to go ahead and, and jump in on them. Uh, on a power ranking basis, um, at least one of the, the metrics have Minnesota as like a four or five point point better team i just this is another game where line under three points i just want to take the better team yeah and minnesota is my selection on that basis
0: i respect it i'm not taking teddy bridge right on the road sorry teddy all right this is mine rams laying six and a half to josh mccown and the browns everybody josh mccown threw for a lot of yards on baltimore and everybody decided that josh mccown was maybe a late bloomer or something he's been on 10 teams in 12 years Congratulations for throwing for 500 yards against the terrible Ravens. But you're going into the Lions' den against a really good Rams defense that didn't play last week. And uh, if if you're trailing by 10 in the second half, there's going to be turnovers. And I just I think the Rams defense covers the spread by itself with Gurley finishing them off. Rams, minus 6.5 over the Browns. That's I funny.
1: Like that. I, I like the Browns, and I'm willing to be wrong here. I'm not against right. it. I like the way they played against Denver last week. I was really impressed. I think yeah. six and a half uh, is, is just too many. I still like the Rams to win, but I, I respect the Browns. That's why I stayed away.
0: Okay. Uh, Dolphins, the rejuvenated Dolphins, the Joe philbin list Dolphins, laying four and a half at home against Houston. I think Houston's one of the four worst teams in the league.
1: and You and I are in lockstep agreement on that.
0: Yeah, and the Dolphins are mediocre to decent now that they actually might have a coaching staff and some purpose. Decent defense. Cameron wakes back. He had a big week last week. Lamar Miller. They give him the ball more. Figuring how to use Jarvis Landry. Just feels like another blowout for them. Followed by everybody going, "Oh my God, the Dolphins are three and three. What happened?" Uh, I like the Dolphins. I think that line yeah, two points too is low. This am
1: not one of my selections either, but I'm also taking the Dolphins.
0: All right, you. I do not have this one, but you do. Indianapolis laying four and a half points to the Saints.
1: So I like Indy. Uh, there's a nice um, trait t- trend here. They're seventeen and three against the spread after a straight up loss i like that um trend line and on a power ranking basis they're five to six points better than new orleans and i also think that new orleans is one of the four worst teams in the nfl this year so i, I like I can't indy disagree give me the points
0: i thought indianapolis played pretty well in that new orleans in the uh, patriots game last sunday for about two and a half quarters and the fake punt murdered them just murdered they had, their souls they,
1: they showed the the identity that everybody was investing in at the beginning of the season with India, as kind of a sleeper pick for you know great things this, this year maybe making the super bowl that was that that two and a half quarters that we watched was you know the thing that everybody's been looking for and that's another reason why if they're going to really start playing like that and luck is is back and he's fully healthy and he looked very good against the pats um then i i i really like India in this spot
0: um I think you got way too excited about it, you, just there. I think you need to settle down, <laughs> throw a big glass of water on yourself. I, I just don't think the Patriots played that well, but I thought the Colts played well. The Pats, to me, it just seems like they wanted to get out of there, doing as little as possible and winning. You know, and even like it was like they knew they were going to get the ball in the second half and score. They knew they were going to take a lead, and then they just completely threw away the fourth quarter. They just ran the ball three times and punted. like They just wanted to get out of there without anyone seeing anything, which I thought was a weird way to handle it.
1: I I would agree. Uh, Anytime that there's a minute left in the game and the other team um, is within a touchdown and is kicking an onside kick, I mean, you know, the the game is still in doubt. Yeah. The the Pats took their foot off the pedal and put the game in doubt uh, as a result. I did not like that. They hurt my feelings, and we'll get to them soon enough.
0: That's what they did against Pittsburgh in Week 1, too. Uh, If you're a gambler, you just hate that. But the Pats... It's just Milton Burrow just pulling out enough cock to win every week. Just pulling out enough. Just say, here's a little, I'll give a little more foreskin here. Okay. Uh, all right. This is mine. Raiders getting four and a half in San Diego. I thought this was the weirdest line of the week. San Diego has the opposite of a home field advantage. You might have 30,000 Raider fans of this game. I think San Diego shot their wide last week in Green Bay. Great effort. Fell a little bit short. And uh, and I don't think the Raiders are that bad. I I think these teams are even. At the very least, it's a three point game. Actually, the Raiders can win, so I'm taking the Raiders plus four and a half.
1: I'm gonna take the Raiders too, but that's not one of my lock picks. Uh, San Diego, two consecutive weeks have played well enough to win and just come up short. They're not that bad offensively. Their defense yeah. is is uh, you know they a can't whole run the deal. ball though. Um, yeah.
0: All right, next one. We gotta go quicker than this. It's my fault. I'm doing a bad job as the host. Uh you have the Pats and the Jets. The line is 8. It's in New England. Who do you have in this?
1: I have the Jets. I'm all over the Jets. I'm all in on the Jets. 8 is just too many under these circumstances.
0: Well, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I agree with you. I did not make that one of my best bets, but because I would never do that to Bill Belichick and Tom Brady and and the kids who are dying from drinking Coca-Cola every day, but um
1: there's a there's a little stat uh the Jets are five. Oh, oh, pardon me. Yes, yes, the Jets are five and oh against the spread when New England is undefeated. In the circumstances under which the two teams have faced each other, Pats, oh, and five against the spread.
0: All right, I'll give you a little stat. We have no offensive linemen left. <laughs> That's a stat. The Pats don't cover spreads over seven points when they're down to their 17th string offensive linemen. I, I didn't look that up, I'm just guessing.
1: I, and the, and against a against a defense that's going to blitz 93% of the the time.
0: Yeah, and I don't know if Marcus Cannon's playing or not, but I think the Pats are banged up, you know. They they they're slowly heading toward that injury point of no return for a 16 and 0 season. They're losing too many guys and um you know, that the, the here's why I didn't pick it. And I, I think the line's a little bit too high. But Fitzpatrick by himself could could give the Pats a cover in this game. He could just throw three terrible passes, you know, and all of a sudden the Pats are up 30 to 10. You feel like an idiot because took the Jets. But I, I don't, the Pats offensive line situation is worrisome because it wasn't great to begin with. They lose Nate Solder, Cannon gets hurt, guys are moving around, and uh, it's a concern. I really think it's one of the reasons they threw away the fourth quarter of that Colts game. I don't think they wanted Brady to take a big hit when they had a lead. So they're just like, screw it. We're going to run the ball and uh- get out of here.
1: The Jets are good, by the way. They've Jets outgained every good. team they've played so far. They're pretty, good.
0: Hey, pretty we, good. They haven't played anybody good yet, have they?
1: The on, best I'm one was around. against Indy in week one. They hammered Indy, though. Or was that week two?
0: Um, FYI, Indy's not good. What are you talking about? They played the Browns, the Colts, the Eagles they lost to, the Dolphins, and the, and the Washington professional football team. Show me something, something, Jets.
1: Not- here, here's the here's the game this is the time for them to do it right yeah
0: all right so i have the panthers laying three and a half to the eagles i think the eagles suck i, I don't care what's happened i don't care that they they beat up on the saints i don't care that eli threw them some picks and they won 27-7 when i watch eagles games i never feel like it's a well-coached efficient good football team i just feel like it's I don't know. They seem disjointed. I don't trust Bradford at all. I especially I, don't trust look, Bradford in Carolina. Are you kidding me? And I only have to lay three and a half points? And Cam Newton's the MVP right now.
1: Well, I like the Eagles getting that extra half point. Good. I would take the Let's other go side head to head. For sure. I like the Eagles front seven. I think their defense is, I agree is, on that. is uh, good, trending towards very good. Um, their I, offense I don't disagree. fits everything you just described. Uh, disjointed, only uh, effective in spurts.
0: Uh, you know what this feels like in- to me, Hass. The, the goose egg <laughs> game, like like the Eagles, literally scoring no points. Like they lose sixteen to nothing.
1: I'm, 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 I'm that, that's fine. I'm taking them.
0: <laughs> okay, let's go ahead, Ed. We agree on one game. The Giants are are giving three and a half points at home to the Cowboys of Dallas and Matt Castle. Who do you have in this?
1: Dallas. Oh. I like the the rested underdog angle.
0: Interesting. I did not expect that. And I that like house. the angle
1: that they've lost three straight, straight up and against the spread.
0: Wow. And you think their defense and the whole thing. Um, I'm laying the points with the Giants. Eli has been doing this for 15 years. 20 years, 25 years. I don't remember how long he's been in the league. Where he just looks terrible, and everybody writes him off, and wonders what they were ever thinking with Eli Manning. And then he has an awesome game the next week, and that's the only reason I'm taking them.
1: Giants. Yeah, I'm not writing. I'm not writing off Eli or the Giants. The Giants hurt my feelings last week. Also, I thought they were yeah, one of the g- top. You know, that's 10, a good 11 way to put it.
0: <laughs> yeah, they hurt my feelings too. <laughs> they were feelings hurt by their performance last week. It was, was it was a thing. slew of broken feelings.
1: It was. Okay.
0: Let's let's uh, re- recap quickly. You have Buffalo minus four. You have Minnesota minus two. You have Indy minus four and a half. You have the Jets plus eight. And you have the Giants. I'm sorry, the Dallas Cowboys plus three and a half. I have the Giants minus three and a half in that game. I have the Rams minus six and a half. Dolphins minus four and a half. Chargers plus four and a half. Panthers minus three and a half. And let's get to NBA. You know what, though? think we run an ad
1: yeah let's do it
0: yeah let's let's pay tribute to one of our friends uh oh one of my favorites house i keep telling you about SeatGeek. it's my favorite app for sporting tickets or really any event tickets when you shop on Seatgeek.com, check out virtually every ticket option available for games and events find a ticket you want to buy make two taps and you're done you have your tickets? Show your phone at the venue and you're in. What could be easier than that? My listeners can save $20. Download the free SeatGeek app today. Enter promo code BS and SeatGeek will send you $20 after your first purchase. And guess what? Every ticket purchased on SeatGeek backed by a 100% guarantee. Download the free SeatGeek app and enter promo code BS. Just do it for God's sakes. All right. What a great, you know, you're going to need SeatGeek for this NBA season for the Wizards tickets house.
1: I, I know. It's going to be get a them. hot ticket here.
0: Hard to get them. All right, so here's what we do. We have the over-unders that, is, uh, that are issued by Las Vegas and the casinos and the gambling industry, and they look at every team and they say, hmm, this team is going to win blank wins, either bet over or under that number. And their goal is to put the number in a place where House and I have to agonize over whether we're going over or under. So, for instance, we're going to go at Eastern Conference and we're going to go by divisions this year. Tate Frazier, our producer, he did a lot of research for us and he separated everybody by divisions. So, Toronto is our first one. Their over is 46. So, if we go over, that means we think they're going to go 47 and 35 or better. If we go under... That means we think they're gonna go forty five and thirty seven or worse. And here's what happened with Toronto this year. They added Demari Carroll. They spent some money on him. They lost Amir Johnson and Lou Williams. And they added a bunch of like Louis Scola, Corey Joseph, Bismack Biombo, Anthony Bennett types. The big news with them though, Kyle Lowry lost some weight. He's fast. He's fast quicker than ever Kyle
1: Lowry. He's motivated. He's- he scored 40 points in a preseason game.
0: He's he's a maniac. First of all, can, do you want to congratulate him for getting in shape when he's a professional athlete who made take figures a year, or do you want me to do it? Do You, you have it. You take it.
1: <laughs> I, I actually was pretty impressed with his performance last year. He didn't look pudgy to me. He, he got worn down in the playoffs, and I was fine with that because it was against my team. But did, did he look fat to you last season?
0: He really wore down last year, and it did look like he was physically breaking down a little bit. Here's the thing. Fat point guards don't last. I'm not saying he was fat, but, you know, it's like the Sherm Douglas, John Bagley. Like, those guys are not playing when they're 38 years old. They seem Ray to have Felton. quick... Yeah, Ray Found, They have a quick shelf life. So get in shape, and he got in shape. Congratulations to him for being in shape when that's his only job. Uh, DeMar DeRozan contract year. Jonas got a four-year, $64 million extension, which I think is pretty tradable for them. They never totally figured out how to use him. And... Now that you know, I the Jonas versus Amir Johnson, it seemed like they were never totally comfortable playing both of them at the same time. Now my guess is they're going to go a little more small ball.
1: So maybe look. like
0: like their crunch time is Lowry, DeRozan, Jonas, Damari Carroll. Maybe Patrick Patterson is the stretch four, and that's that's who they're going to roll with. What do you think?
1: Yep, yeah, I, that's that's exactly the lineup I expect. You know, that's the crunch time lineup.
0: All right. So what do you have?
1: Um I like them winning 47 games this year.
0: So you have over. Uh, they won 49 last year.
1: Right. Yeah. So uh I'm just taking the over uh on this. I I, I think um the the Lou Williams departure is going to be a little bit of an issue uh for Me them too. but the the um Improving on defense is the right frame of mind, and they won 49 last year with DeRozan missing 22 games. Yeah, uh, they they have the benefit of a, a still uh, putrid East, so I like the over here. I don't love it, but I like it.
0: Yeah, it feels weird to go under because then you have to point to at least two other teams in this division that are going to win more than you think, and we know one of them. But we, uh, you know, then you're basically saying the Knicks are going to win 40 games or something, and that I don't feel good about saying that. uh, I'm intrigued by this team. Here's what I don't like about them. You know, Amir Johnson's one of those guys, and this is why he's going to be awesome in the Celtics. He's one of those, he doesn't need the ball. He's going to do all the dirty work stuff. He's going to set picks. He's going to guard the other team's best low post guy. Doesn't care about minutes. Great chemistry guy. Um, You pull that out, and now you have this team where, just go down the line, right? Lowry's the guy. DeRozan's in a contract year. Jonas wants the ball a little bit more. Carroll just signed this big free agent contract, wants to prove he's the guy. Um just worries me that they don't have the guy who does the little things. And maybe that'll be Carroll, like, because that's what he did in Atlanta. Um, but from a front court standpoint, you know, who's guarding like the best low post guy on the other team? That right now it's Louis Scola, Jonas, Patrick yeah. Patterson? Like I don't feel good they about that. They
1: have a power forward problem.
0: Yeah. But you can they trade for that board, too problem. as the season goes along, so they it'd be hard it's hard, I'd be surprised if they won less than forty six all right let's go to uh my favorite team, the Boston Celtics, and' the dumbest over under of the year forty three and a half they are uh
1: I'll, go ahead and make the case
0: well, they were twenty and ten down the stretch last year they were an above five hundred team as soon as they got Isaiah Thomas. Their biggest issue was they had bad big guys. They brought in David Lee and Amir Johnson. They're gonna be better offensively. The David Lee, Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas pick and roll is is actually a professional basketball play. It's pretty impressive. Like watching the preseason, it's a crunch time play that you could run and get baskets and open shots from. And they have a lot of depth. That I think that's their biggest advantage is they have too many good too many decent to good role players and they're going to have 11 to 12 guys and for for the course of a season when guys get hurt, guys get dinged up, they they're just going to be able to keep throwing guys in. I also think Marcus Smart's going to have a big jump this year cuz I uh you know, I I obviously watch the Celtics. He sprained his ankle pretty early on in the season last year badly. Came back, hurt it again. He's never like 100% healthy. He's a rookie, dumb doing dumb rookie things. I just think he's going to be a lot better. And uh I don't know. I like the team. I like the chemistry. I like the coach. I, I just, this team's built for a regular season, like 47 to 48 win type of season. I really feel so that.
1: that I, 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 uh, I wanted to be skeptical. That last point you just made is, is the point that I was going to make. They they're a team that needs to play hard through the the entire balance of the regular season. They're not they going to be taking games off. Yeah, and right, exactly. They have to and they will. They're they're now you know trying to shape it, themselves into. Uh, they want to find an identity. They have all these guards, um, and you know it, it is an improvement to have David Lee and Amir Johnson in the fold on, on the big side. But they still have to sort out what their identity is with all these these guards and who's going to be most efficient playing with one another. And I think that means they're going to be playing hard each and every game. And I respect uh, Brad Stevens, president-elect Brad Stevens, so yes. much that I think they are going to be like a 46, 47, 48-win team.
0: He dropped out of the race uh, a day after Joe Biden and didn't get enough, as much attention.
1: Um, Joe Biden, plus 1,500 we had him at. Here's Come a, on, Joe.
0: Here's another sneaky thing about this Celtics team. They have a bunch of good defenders now, right? Avery Bradley is a good defensive player. Marcus Smart is an excellent possible Tony Allen level someday defensive player. Amir Johnson. They were middle.
1: Yeah. Amir, Amir Johnson's I, a go. very this good defensive player.
0: Jay Crowder is an excellent perimeter guy who, you know, he's a little Draymond Greeny on, on defense. He really is. And so they have, like, if my point is if somebody gets hot on the other team, they have a guy to throw at that person. You know, if there's some so, some swingman's hot, oh, put Jay Crowder go get him. Some guard is lighting it up. Hey Marcus, go cover this guy or Avery. Like they have guys to throw at hot guys, and I think that helps during the season.
1: So they were middle of the pack defensively, 12th out of 30 uh defensive rating. But what I really 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 like and this is the the thing that um makes me um overcome the skepticism that I I just I want to roll out some skepticism to throw some water yeah, on your you. on your Homer fire. Very, very but just, fair. But I I can't do it. The the Amir Johnson rim protector role was the was the crucial hole defensively. I felt like uh, for this team, yeah, and, and I think you know like it's going to make a difference.
0: An adult to guard the low post last year. You had Salinger, right. You had Olynyk. You had Zeller. Like they, you know, these aren't guys that are going to shut down Tim Duncan. Amir Johnson's at least going to make Tim Duncan think about what he's doing in the low post and whoever, whatever else. post. I'm going to throw another name at you. You know, you know, I'm not prone to hyperbole with rookies. Okay. So I want you to take a seat and really take a deep breath here. All right. And I didn't like their draft. I will admit I did not like the draft. I really wanted Justice Winslow. I was devastated. I was mad at MJ for being an idiot as usual and not, not just trading the number nine pick for four first rounders and, this guy, RJ Hunter, that they picked at like 28, shooting guard, and everyone's like, oh, he's a three point shooter. This guy's good. I'm telling you, <laughs> this guy's a real NBA player. He's like a, a half step ahead of the action, really smart, um, just knows what to do and where to go. And I think he's going to play. I think he's a real two guard. I like him.
1: <laughs> Who is he going to get minutes ahead of? This is the problem.
0: I think he's going to, I actually think he's going to take minutes from Avery Bradley and Evan Turner.
1: Wow. Yeah. Okay.
0: I think he's a real two guard. They don't have a two guard with size. And he's, you watch, you watch one Celtic game. This is my lock. Even over, I have the Celtics as a lock over 43 and a half. This is an even bigger lock. You texting me within the first 20 games to tell me that you like RJ Hunter. <laughs> now I should mention, I called him CJ Hunter in a text to my dad a week ago. So this is how new <laughs> this is for me. That's...
1: I I I I've heard enough. I, I think he's gonna have a hard time cracking the rotation. It's already oh, like a twelve man rotation.
0: You watch. Uh last you, thing. are, you,
1: are on, we doing individual thing. locks? Go ahead.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> my that's my individual lock, right? My first one. Forty three and a half over Celtics, done. I'm in. Um Terry Rogier was in the Louisville sex scandal. We just have to mention that.
1: <laughs> he was. He yeah. was in it. What does that mean exactly? I don't know. I think it's good karma it. for
0: the for the. I think it's good karma for the Souths. We haven't had a scandal in a while.
1: Yeah, good karma because of of the I don't um, know. the Patino angle. I don't know. It's he, sweet justice for Patino.
0: Here's my quick take on Patino. If he didn't know, he should get fired. And if he did know, he should resign. Either way, he should be out. How do you have a hooker? Um, how are you presiding over a program that has a hooker scandal? Either he, way, he, you should go
1: can't survive that one seems like a tough one to get over
0: like if there was a Grantland hooker scandal when I when I was running Grantland and like my man Danny Chow was secretly running running, running hookers in and out of the Grantland offices with potential interns and, and I didn't know about it I would resign if like and that's well, my fault should. I should have known Danny Chow was doing this the thing is Danny Chow wouldn't do that because he loves food too much he would be too obsessed with food over like finding the hookers uh, True. All right, let's go to the Knicks.
1: Let's go to the Knicks.
0: Porzingis is going to start, apparently. But I, uh, I read that news. Their over is thirty.
1: Their over is thirty. Their coach is Well, there no, their over is thirty-one.
0: Well, yeah, you have to. They have to go thirty-one and fifty-one to beat the over. Here's everyone yeah. they added: Chris Porzingis, Aaron Flalo, who sucked last year, Robin Lopez, who got destroyed in the playoffs. Kyle O'Quinn, who I really like. Kevin Serafin, who you watched and watched him for a while and did not like.
1: And I really like.
0: Derek Williams, who is in the last stage of when a high lottery pick kind of loses it in the NBA. He he now has like this frosted um cornrow hairdo that is it anytime the hairdo gets super wonky, you know the guy's on his way to China. And uh and Sasha the machine Vuyachik. Also, first round pick uh Jerry and Grant, the Knicks like. Uh, everybody they lost did not matter because none of them were good. So yeah. last year they were the worst team in the league offensively. This year they have Carmelo coming back. They have their crunch time five is Calderon, Oflalo, Robin Lopez, Carmelo, and Porzingis, with uh, Langston Galloway, Derek Williams, Kyle O'Quinn, and a bunch of dudes. You're breathing into the phone like you're like you're like we're having phone sex.
1: Watch, it's watch because the heavy I'm breathing. holding the phone with my arm while I get my research. I have hot points to make Maybe here.
0: You don't have to heavy breathe in the thing. I, uh, you're not going to believe this. I'm going over. I'm going over 30. Whoa. Yeah, and here's why. Wow. Carmelo Anthony is still one of the best 10 players in basketball, and he's motivated, and he's going to be awesome for at least the first two months because either he's going to try to get them into the playoffs or he's going to be showcasing himself for a trade, and... I just think either way they're going to be a little better than people think for a couple months and then there'll be some fork in the road moment but I, the East sucks like why they can't go 32 and 50 they don't even have their first round pick what incentive wow. do they have to suck they have no pick they
1: have no they have no incentive to suck but they do suck and they will suck they're going to start this rookie who looks like he he's 7 foot 4 and weighs 193 pounds.
0: hey settle down i like porzingis
1: I, I, he looks like he has actual ba- basketball talent. I, I have no um, qualms with his. Uh, you know, he, he looks like he understands the game at least in, in summer just, league. He, he just got pushed around by now, everybody. Now you defending him. No, 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 no. I'm, what I'm doing is 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 recognizing the positive. But the, the, who is he going to stop? All, all he, the only blocks he's going to get is when he puts his arms straight up and somebody throws the ball into his hands. Now his wingspan is. Uh, Eleven feet, fourteen inches. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's astounding. Um, so he will get blocks, but the Knicks he, fans are going to be mad. Guard anybody uh, straight up, and I, they were already the twenty eighth worst team in the league.
0: Can I interject? Please. I think he's a slightly better defender than you're giving him credit for. I, I saw him in summer league when I was unemployed. I watched him defend Okafer on the Sixers, and he's actually like stronger than I thought. He it wasn't like a Sean Bradley. Tishkavili situation where he was just getting bulldozed in the low post. Like he actually.
1: Well, we must have watched different games because I watched Jaleel Local 4 push him all over the court. I might and not have seen I'll that. I'll also game. remind you that the um, rules in Summer League indulge 10 fouls.
0: But the, these are all fair points. I don't know. I liked him. He reminded me of like if Rick, if young Rick Smits could shoot threes, that's how I felt about Porzingis. Like he had kind of the Smits pre broken foot body. And he moved really much better than I expected, but his three point stroke is really good. Like he's he's interesting. I get I got excited when he was on the floor. I was enjoyed watching him. With that said, Hazonia is gonna haunt the Knicks fans to the point that it's gonna reach Stevie Nick's Lindsey Buckingham uh levels. I just feel like You love him. I love Hazonia. I love Hazonia. God, the Knicks fans are gonna be bummed out when they watch Hazonia. That guy's gonna light up the internet, man.
1: He's going to do a lot of he, the, some of the dunks on the YouTubes already are are ferocious.
0: I'm pretty sure I rather would have Hazonia and some random free agent who could rebound than Porzingis and all that money they spent on Aaron Afalawa.
1: Just me, well, that's just uh, I I I did my best with all the skepticism. I think they're going to win 31 or 32 games also, so I'm taking the over.
0: Oh, you were? Why were you surprised that I did the over?
1: Uh, I thought that you would be um, perpetrating a narrative where Mello uh, on the trade block um, is going to be gone before they can get to enough wins to, yeah. to actually matter. Um, hey, and wait. I actually think oh, go he's going to get traded this year.
0: I do too. But he'll and get I, traded honestly, for a bunch of guys that'll make them better.
1: Well, th- that's the interesting thing. The team that I think he's going to, by hook or by crook, I can't. Uh, I haven't yet sat down with a trade machine to make this work. mm I think he's going to the Miami Heat. Oh. It's what I think. Oh. And there are title odds for the Miami Heat mm. on this little basis ah. that make me hungry. And you know how I get when I'm hungry. So you're saying like,
0: see, I don't need the trade machine because I'm a savant. You're saying like, lo dang, luau dang, luau yes. dang. I've never been yeah. able to say it right. Everyone makes yeah. fun of me for it. I don't care. Make fun of me all you want. Luol Dang, Josh McRoberts' contract, Justice Winslow.
1: Yes, exactly. This is the deal.
0: But that's it. They don't have any first-round picks. That's really all they could offer.
1: Well, they, L- Winslow is the first-round pick because the Knicks no, are, you know,
0: he was worth six first-round picks to the Celtics or whatever they offered.
1: Ex- exactly. And he is, right now, as we sit here, better than the guy that the Knicks took.
0: Yeah god they're gonna regret that one too i feel bad for the knicks fans i still like porzingis but it's just it's gonna be clear within about 30 games that they yet again
1: i'm gonna be sending you clips i can't wait of him getting pushed around
0: i thought i think carmelo goes to chicago but what do i know
1: oh
0: interesting. yeah they chicago has like the the right pieces for three to one or four to one hey tate do you like uh you like porzingis Tate nodded like excitingly. Like, I just asked what? him if he wanted a lap dance.
1: Yeah. What's Tate seen in thing?
0: I don't know. Tate's, Tate's from Carolina, man. That's fine. I'll he's be from on taba- my on own, from own corner. That's tobacco fine. Tobacco State. He grew up watching Carolina and Duke and Lembias. Oh, no,
1: Tate, Tate's got creds for sure.
0: Tate sucked up to you vicariously because he knew I'd tell you about how much he loved Limbias in the mid 80s, the clips and I know. stuff. He knew We're I would boys. tell you immediately. Yeah, now you guys. We're boys for life. All right, Brooklyn. Over 28. This is a tough one because this is probably the worst team in the league. But yet they don't have their first-round pick this year. Trade swap with the Celtics next year where they don't they get the worst of that pick. And then the Celtics have their 2018 pick. They have no incentive to tank at all. yeah. And yet they might not have a choice because their team is so
1: atrocious. Well, that- first of all, Philadelphia is furious at you right now. Yeah, you're right. Calling Brooklyn the worst team in the league. Come on.
0: All right. Well, here's the, here's the let me throw this team at you, Jared Jack. Jared Jack's gonna be the playmaker slash creator.
1: I'm enjoying that already. Okay. Uh, That's an issue.
0: Bogdanovich, who I kind of like. I'm not. I'm not. I'm me not going to down. Kind of him. like him. Kind of like him. Brooke Lopez looked good last twenty games. Uh, gets hurt pretty much every year. It's like it's basically like the Eagles saying that they think Sam, this is the year for Sam Bradford. That's what this is the year for Brooke Lopez makes me feel like. Joe Johnson contract year going backwards. Um, everyone who's ever watched Joe Johnson lost the will to watch Joe Johnson years and years ago. Thad Young, they gave four years, fifty million to, which I thought was was an interesting move. Fair deal. Okay, sounds I don't good. I have a problem with that. And then their bench is basically Bargnani, Rondé Hollis Jefferson, who they they drafted, he got in a draft day trade, and and Shane Larkin. Uh, first of all, a hearty congratulations to Billy King for assembling that murderous roster. I have under. 28, and I'm making it a lock because
1: i have that I'm, team I is have, awful. They 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 are awful. They are, uh, you know, the, the well, a, a fun fact that I I came to uh, observe while I was doing a little research on the Nets. Do you yeah. are you aware that that uh, your boy Prokhorov has paid 130 million dollars in luxury tax since he arrived? So a, essentially, he he paid all the other owners whatever he paid for of The Nets franchise, yeah, and then he's like, "Hey guys, how about another 130 million bucks <laughs> on top of that?" He's amazing. I mean, talk about Splash the pot. Care. I love him.
0: Yeah, he he splashed the pot. That's him.
1: Lord have mercy. Uh, the advanced metrics are very very unkind to Jared Jack. There are God, some that a, suggest he's the worst point guard in the league. He's <laughs> the awful. worst starting point guard in the league.
0: I'm getting our. I'm getting my boy Haralbus Vulgaris on next week and I'm just going to specifically point him toward or Jack and let him rant for 40. I think it's his least favorite player in the league. (laughs) Just everything. He does everything that you don't want if you're looking at basketball from a new wave standpoint. Let me ask you this. What would it take for you to watch a random Brooklyn Nets game that didn't involve your team or like Kevin Durant trying to score 70 points or some sort of out of the box and like Klay Thompson's going for 12 threes. What would it take for you to just be like flicking channels? Oh, here are the Nets. I'm just going to sit down and with the Nets for an hour.
1: There's only one thing, and that is uh, Andrea Bargnani on the court. Oh, if he if he's on the court, then I'll, I'll watch for 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 sort of car wreck purposes. God, this team Barg gonna... is the only is it, it, the only reason that I that I stop at all. I'm not interested in anybody else. I feel bad for Thad Young because I I I like his game, and Man. I think that. Um, Tradable. He's still playing hard, and I think that con- he earned that contract.
0: Maybe that's, that's somebody. Yeah, that's somebody you might be able to trade for a pick at some point if somebody needs something. He's a, w- roughly at the level of Jeff Green last year, who the Celtics were able to get a first round pick for. But um,
1: so you're taking the under. That's 27 wins. That's that's. A, I just think they're terrible. Like,
0: how does that team they win really 30 games? What am I missing?
1: I'm I'm, I'm going to take the over. And and the, the reason is because they only have to win 29 and Philadelphia and Orlando, uh, both play in the East still. Um, so
0: good. you you enjoy that over. You're the same man who took Joe Philbin in London. So I feel, I feel even better. <laughs> I, can I just tell you, I really want you, I really want you to think about this all weekend. I'm so excited that the Celtics have their next three years of picks. I think like, if I did a fantasy draft of all the things in my life that I'm the most excited about, I think that might be number one. Even more than the fact that my son is good at hockey all of a sudden.
1: Yeah, your daughter's travel soccer team is is terrific, too. My
0: daughter had, almost had a quadruple double in the basketball game on Monday. I'm more excited about the three first-round picks than anything else going on in my life. This is unbelievable. It's an unprecedented windfall of good fortune. We have three first-round picks in a row from the team you would want three first-round picks from. If you just did a draft of 30 teams, this is the team you would pick. It's amazing. I'm fine with it. I still think they're going to get 29 wins.
1: Although
0: I got to say, my my son being good at hockey might actually make me happier.
1: I saw the clip. He looked awesome.
0: My son is a masshole who somehow grew up in L.A., but really would have been— better suited for for Massachusetts with he loves hockey and he loves swearing and uh and loves not having a lot of clothes on and it just would have been perfect I feel bad that I I, I have him growing up here all right so you I have under 28 you have over 28 you're gonna lose that one I'm telling you right now Sixers let's go quickly with the Sixers I'm so tired of talking about them uh they over is 21 and a half they traded Michael Carter Williams um for this pick that they might not ever get in the way they wanted to get it, right?
1: It was the Lakers pick, right? Yeah. Wasn't that the... Uh...
0: Did they get it? They never... Or this would be the year they got it. They didn't get it last year because the Lakers got into the lottery.
1: It was protected, exactly.
0: Yeah, so now there's all these weird protections on it. Uh, Okafer I like. Me too. I, I think he's a, he's, a, he's a 2010 possibility on a team that wins 15 games. I thought they stole Stauskas from the Kings. I like that trade too. But you know what's a the problem? Uh, they spent the third pick on the back on Joel Embiid, and we haven't seen him yet.
1: And, and we're not going to see him this year.
0: We're not going to see him this year. And there's just a variety of reports that make me nervous about him, including stuff like, yeah, the Sixers think maybe he didn't wear his walking boot enough.
1: I read that same story. I yeah, his weight it. is
0: up. Yeah, they think he's partying too much. Like it's None of it's good. It, may, it makes me sad because I watched him in a gym like six weeks before that draft, right before he got hurt, he hurt his back and uh, or his foot or whatever he hurt, and the guy was a beast, and I would have bet my life that he was going to become like a nine-time All-Star. It's too bad.
1: Yeah. Um, um, we're both taking the under.
0: Yeah. I, New Orleans and Okafer is interesting. Not- yeah,
1: that, 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 that's honestly the reason that I would stop and watch. Uh, I would watch them uh, more than I would watch the Nets.
0: Here, here's why I'm taking the under. Because at some point as I was doing the research I muttered to myself, Well, a lot here depends on if Isaiah Cannon and Kendall Marshall can can create some offense for these guys. And then I was like, Oh, I'm gonna go under.
1: Well, the under is all is still three games better than last year. you you we win the under if they win twenty one games. I'm fine with that.
0: I don't does Hinky if they go like eighteen and sixty four again. I mean, how long can the Sixer fans be okay with this?
1: They still only have two professional basketball players, two NBA-level talent guys.
0: Saric is another year away now?
1: <laughs> He's going to take his time. i He can't sorry. really come up. I guess Covington is, is now uh, NBA-grade as a role player also. Sure. But...
0: <laughs> Great. All right, Central Division.
1: This isn't a lock, but they're, they're an under.
0: Central division. The Cavs are fifty seven and a half. Tough number. They added uh Mo Williams, basically. I'm yeah. not I'm not counting Richard Jefferson. Mo Williams. Doesn't count. Mo Williams will probably win them a couple games in the first two months when some of these guys are injured. They have uh Shempert's out for three months. J.R. Smith is starting. Um Mazgov's back. Tristan Thompson just came back. His agent saved some face after repeatedly rejecting a five-year, $80 million offer that was already obscene. Somehow got them to go up by $2 million. Congratulations on that. Uh, your guy missed the entire training camp, so you get another $2 million. Vergeau's back, which could probably be for about 10 games, for, but still.
1: For at least 15 games, absolutely.
0: Deladova is back. Um,
1: C- congratulations.
0: Kevin Love is back. So here, here's my quick Kevin Love speech. It scares me a little bit when when guys in the NBA have bad shoulder injuries. Just having played basketball for my whole life and just how many times like your arm gets yanked, your shoulder gets yanked, whatever. It's just, I'm not saying he can come, I'm not saying he's not coming back. It just worries me. Like Perkins started hurting his shoulders when he was in the Celtics and it ruined his career, you know? And and I feel the same way about Durant with the broken feet. Like, we just pencil these guys back in like they're going to be exactly the same as they were. And those are significant injuries, you know? Like, you break your foot, you have three foot surgeries, that that's a real injury, you know? I, I kind of want to yeah, see yeah. it for well, 25 games. I kind of want to see I, Kevin Love playing with his surgically repaired shoulder, you know? Do you, am yeah, I too I think- crazy? Yeah.
1: Feet and shoulder are two different things. I would not lump feet, foot injuries in with shoulder injuries, and especially for the kind of player that Love is. It really was a freak accident that he was close enough to the basket to get tangled up going for a rebound, right. notwithstanding his prolific rebounding numbers. Um, I think he's going to be fine. I like um, – he's he's 27, so, uh, you know, if, he, if we have – I haven't done any research into uh, – any of the reports describing um his road back and and how his shoulder has been performing and all that kind of thing but i'm not concerned about um love shoulder injury i'm, I'm a I tiny bit concerned
0: i'm always concerned okay i have uh, I went under because of the injuries because lebron is now in year 13 yeah 04, 05, 06. yeah year 13 um here's the thing what is it going to take to get the 1 seed in the East? Like 52 wins?
1: How about this? They don't need the 1 seed. Well, what It I, doesn't I mean, matter.
0: It doesn't matter, but like I, why would they have to put the foot in the pedal and I, like they they could get the That's 1 right. seed and go 52 and 30. I don't I don't see any reason the, for them to go balls out and try to win 60 games.
1: The only question for, for us is whether or not to make this an under lock. Nah, I'm, not, it, I'm not
0: betting against LeBron. You're like not going to do that? Nah, I don't feel
1: good about that. I mean, that. They, they just, you just described it. They have no reason. To, the only thing for them, the only goal, though the regular season serves one purpose for them, and that is to be healthy entering the playoffs. It's for them to get a few reps. They have 82 opportunities to get a few reps with a few different lineups. Honest to God, if LeBron plays... Uh, they need to be perpetrating a full-on Spurs-style rest schedule for LeBron. I, I, I hope he only plays 65 games this year because I want him to be in perfect health entering the playoffs. And, I, you know, so I, I think they're, they can win 55 games just messing around um, with the talent they have and the, the nucleus that's coming back. Um, but I, I, you know, they, the only reason for them to do anything is, is, is a slight kind of playoff positioning, and I guess the only team in the East, other than the Miami Heat with Carmelo Anthony, for them to avoid would be the Chicago Bulls. But even then, I, I mean, I don't. I, I think we're kind of past the point where the Bulls represent such a formidable threat. So I, I, I like them uh, in the in the under category. You gave a lock to the Celtics. Uh, over, I'm giving a lock to the to the Cavs under. I just talked myself into it.
0: I might join you, but I'm going to think about it some more. But here's an interesting stat for you, Joe House. The uh, Miami went 54 and 28 in LeBron's last season, right? Yeah. Cleveland went 53 and 29 last year. They did. LeBron missed uh, 13 games, so those are two straight years where they were he was in the low to mid 50s with LeBron playing like LeBron. Um, I don't know. I I think there's a get he I, he gets the regular season now. He's just trying to get through the regular season. He understands that the two playoff months are what matter and are gonna take a huge physical toll on him and the whole thing. And he has now, a ton of on. cruise control Join games, me. especially the Join first me. couple months. Lock, lock,
1: lock, lock. Come
0: on. How, when does Kyrie come back? When does Kyrie come back? Tate. Uh, Tate was just TBD. picking his nose. Yeah. Could be weeks. TBD. Could, could be weeks. All right. I'll join you. I'm in.
1: Yeah. All
0: right.
1: Lock. Bulls. That's not a knock on the Cavs, by the way. Yeah. Cavs still they, they, every, every week, We're week. I go believe through, in that. We're
0: going to have the same conversation when we get to the Spurs. Regular we season sure playoffs are. are two different events, and That's teams right. approach them differently. Yeah. Uh, I still think if the Cavs didn't make the finals, I would be stunned. Stunned. Again, 52 and 30 probably wins the East, so just remember that. Bulls over fifty. New coach Fred Hoiberg. They added Bobby Portis, who actually I liked in the preseason. He seemed like a good rebounder.
1: He's, I'm gonna look at some odds for him as rookie of the year. He's, don't he's think that got, I'm not.
0: He's got that Marquise Daniels kind of, kind of the, the the eyes that you just don't know what he's up to at all times. Remember Marquise <laughs> Daniels? A, the, the mysterious.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, shady eyes. an kind of edge, sure. kind of edge to him. It's got an edge to him. I like
0: it. Uh, they lost Thibodeau. They lost Nazi Muhammad. Bye, Nazi. Just take care.
1: Doesn't feel like a loss.
0: Derek Rose didn't really have a great offseason. Um, he fractured couple, his orbital bone. Stories. Yeah, he fractured his orbital bone. He said some really crazy, stupid stuff about his next contract that seemed kind of threatening and not appreciative of the fact that he'd been paid a ton of money to not really do that much the last couple of years. He was involved in an off season sexual
1: assault. Yeah, unfortunate.
0: Uh, story that's ongoing and did not... Uh, you know, whatever the facts are, did not did not serve him well, I don't think. Jimmy Butler and him had a little tension. Then they didn't, then they kinda did and you know, it's it's
1: I think that's all overblown.
0: All right. Well, we are at a point like whose team is it though? That's not overblown. That's a that's an NBA storyline that's been there for a hundred years. So um Noah, free agent after this year, might be breaking down physically.
1: Coming off the bench, not starting.
0: Powell's back, Doug McDermott, Miritich, Taj Gibson, who's probably going to be more unhappy than he was last year. Mike Dunleavy, uh, back surgery, is out for a couple months. I I just don't like the team, and I, and I think Thibodeau got them to overachieve year after year after year. The the over-under is 50. Feels like a 46 and 36 to me. What do you think?
1: I like them closer to, to 50. I like them either right on 50 or at 49. But I'm not going to talk myself into 51 or 52. So. They're 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 in a fragile place right now. Yeah, and we don't have any sense whatsoever of what the difference between Tibbs and and Hoiberg is going to look like. But you know, um, on the on the run up to this uh, season, it just feels like it's a transition kind of um, deal for them. And really, the whole offense comes down to Aaron Brooks. Ultimately, that that's, you know, because because because
0: wow. uh, you're, you're just saying Rose is going to get hurt.
1: Yeah, you, I am saying that wow. it is it is now beyond uh, uh, a question. He can't play the sustained minutes. We know that he can't play at, at star level, let alone superstar level. Um, he they, will he will win them a couple games. They but also, really
0: They have redundancies at positions that I don't like. I'm not sure Gasol and Noah should play together. I'm not sure Meritich and McDermott should play together. You know? like
1: Well, you're asking Fred Hoiberger in his first stint as an NBA head coach to figure that out.
0: Yeah. I mean, congratulations for figuring out Royce Waite for a year. But this is much harder. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't I don't feel good about this Bulls team. I don't feel good about anything that I'm looking at. Now, the catch could be Butler could just be go up another level and become one of the best 15 players in the league, or they trade for Carmelo in mid-December.
1: Butler then, did it for 30 games. We have to see Butler do it for 60 games, 65 yeah. games. I'm going he, he under. He couldn't do it. Yeah, I'm going under also. Not the, not a lock, but under.
0: The Milwaukee Bucks have gotten a lot of bandwagon buzz. Their over-under is ridiculous. It's 44-and-a-half. Uh,
1: well, it's only ridiculous... Uh, in 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 the in the sense that like you, we're immediately putting them in the same kind of of conversation as Toronto and Washington. They did win 41 games last year, so you're only asking them to win four more games this year than last year to get the over.
0: I, too much buzz. I I it always makes me nervous when teams that doesn't that haven't done anything yet are getting blown. We just saw so this. You saw, like this, to, you we like saw a, this with the Colts. The Colts were a Super Bowl contender. They hadn't done anything. The Dolphins were uh, going to win the AFC instead not done anything. I, I hate handing things to teams that haven't proven or earned anything yet. This is a 500 team. Why? To me, the over, over-under should be 41. And if they go over that, congratulations. Then, but
1: hey, you, That's very disrespectful to Greg Monroe. You don't think Greg Monroe is going to make any kind of a difference for this team? When we get Jabari Parker, it's like they have two guys.
0: I don't know. He stinks defensively. Two signings. Doesn't it matter that Greg Monroe stinks defensively? Like, doesn't it matter that they have no rim protection at all? Doesn't it matter that they don't have outside shooting? I'm just being devil's advocate because I want the Bucks to be good. I like the Bucks. I'm excited for Giannis. I well, they were think...
1: incredible defensively last year. They were on the perimeter. They, the they were good
0: defensively. But, you know, they're long. I get the case. They're long. The shooting worries me. I worry about Jabari coming right off an ACI. Everybody's just penciling back in Jabari. Oh, Jabari's back. That's a two-year injury. It's always been a two-year well, injury.
1: They can ease him in. They have a little bit of depth.
0: Um, I do like John Henson. And I think what's going to be interesting to me, because they spent all this money on Monroe. And FYI, um, let's, hold on. Let's have a podcast about uh, some of our favorite Greg Monroe playoff games. And it's over. And it's over. And it's over. Thanks for coming to the Greg Monroe <laughs> top 20 podcast uh, playoff game classic. So I don't know. I I I worry about the expectations. I worry about the shooting. I worry about what happens if they're better off with Henson playing and Monroe sitting and he's unhappy. Um
1: Well, you I and know. I, I wanna are going want to see prove it to me. Prove it to gonna me. We're going to be on the other other side of this. We're I'm I'm taking the over. Last year, I took a hate under because they were my team two years ago, and I was ready for them to go do all kinds of great things two years ago, and they stunk. And then I, I just on out of spite, went against them last year, and now I've come back around. I'm on them. I like them at 45 games, and I'm taking the over.
0: Um, I think you jumped the gun on me. <laughs> what? I'm taking the over. I just went all devil's advocate. I don't. I my point is, I think the over under is too high, but I think they're a forty five win team.
1: Great, not a, a lock.
0: I think in the West they're a thirty five win team.
1: Uh, I like them around five hundred in the West.
0: Eh, thirty five wins. No, not definitely not a lock, but forty five and thirty seven feels right. Just because they have depth. You know are they it comes down to this Are they four wins better than they were last year?
1: Yeah, I think so. We both agree uh, on that point, point. plus they pick up some of those wins that we think some of these mediocre right you know Cleveland Cleveland's not got some of those kinds of wins, Cleveland Chicago wins that are out there.
0: I would not make it a lock. I think it's too high. I have concerns about this team, and it makes me nervous that everybody is um is blowing them. But uh, 45 wins seems. I ha, I just have them down 45 and 37, so it's too close to the over under, but whatever. Indiana, the over is 42. This team transformed itself, I think, as much as anybody did this year. They uh, they basically decided to throw away big ball and they went back to small ball, or not back to small ball, but they they you know they want to play Paul George at the four. They brought Monte Ellis in. Their centers now are going to be Jordan Hill and Miles Turner, basically. They lost David West, they lost Hibbert, they lost Scola. Those were, you know, this era of the Eastern Conference when they were trying to beat Miami by just being bigger and tougher than them. And they almost did, and they had a nice little three-year run there until George broke his leg. So, oh, and Jan Mahimney is also going to be involved at center. They're relying on a variety of things that make me nervous, but Frank Vogel's a good coach. Paul George yep. is going to be good again. They went they won thirty eight games last year. Is Paul George and a small ball style and getting rid of Roy Hibbert worth five wins? Like, yeah, probably the East is worse. It is, it is
1: to me. This is a house over. I, I this is out of respect uh, primarily to, for Vogel, but also I, I can put myself back in that place where Paul George was was ruling the world. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't that long ago. It was was it eighteen months ago, or less less than that. Yeah, uh, he was so good. He was right there in top three or four player in the league that category. And I, you know, I'm hopeful. I'm optimistic that he re- re- returns, resumes that form. Yeah. And so I like a slight over for the Pacers here.
0: Okay. I like a slight over. Slight too. Over. We, we're on a bad pace, so let's go to the Pistons. Thirty-four and a half over. They uh they basically turned Greg Monroe into Irian Ilisova and they're gonna be a little smaller. They're they unclog the lane. Marcus Morris is involved now. Stanley Johnson, people like a lot as a rookie. Steve Van Gundy turned down four first round picks from Boston for him. I just thought I'd mention that. Andre German, a free agent a year from now. He'll test it. I think he's restricted. Uh he's the guy now. The the uh over under is thirty four and a half. Brandon Jennings. I don't not positive when he's gonna come back from the Achilles, but it should be you know, when he's gonna be look like Brandon Jennings again, but he's kind of an X factor. Feels like a mid thirties kind of team. The over was thirty four and a half. I I, I it's a slight shade of the over. What do you think?
1: The exact same point of view. I think this is the first kind of iteration of a team that fits the S V G I. This is a Stan yes. Van Gundy. You know, the Reggie Jackson, Andre Drummond. Uh, pick and roll is kind of the the poor man, um, Jameer Nelson, Dwight Howard from from the SVG days. So you're um, saying this I, is
0: a, an 09 Magic type of template?
1: That's it. That's yeah. it. I, Ilyasova on the perimeter, of the way Turkoglu was. Um, so With I the I, PEDs I like them. No,
0: no PDs?
1: <laughs> well, who, who knows? The, the, the it, it's always a, a possibility. wasn't
0: his fault. He he didn't realize what he was taking.
1: He was just in the room at the wrong time.
0: Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. Do so we and both I didn't, doing slide over? <laughs> uh, I have a slide over, over 34 and a half.
1: Yeah, we're both taking a slide over on that one.
0: All right. Let's, uh, before we get to the Southeast Division, a new sponsor. House. Oh. If you need legal help, you shouldn't have to choose some random lawyer who cha- charges expensive hourly rates. But what other choice do you have when you need help with your business or you want to protect your family? House, I have an idea. Start with LegalZoom. For more than a decade, they've provided a way for regular people like you and me to confidently navigate the legal system. It's not a law firm, and that's why LegalZoom provides such great value. They don't rely on charging by the hour. You get transparent pricing and customer reviews so you know exactly what you're getting up front. If you need help with incorporation, LLCs, trademarks, last wills, living trusts, whatever— Use LegalZoom. If you need legal advice, their network of independent attorneys can provide the straightforward guidance you need in most states. Don't let legal hurdles become an excuse. Go to LegalZoom.com today. Start building your future the right way. And guess what? To save even more, enter BS in the referral box at checkout. So that's LegalZoom.com, promo code BS and they can help you with a lot of stuff. Welcome aboard, LegalZoom. Um, All right, let's get to the last conference, the Southeast. This is, first of all, your team's in this conference.
1: Yeah, I have some things to say.
0: Yeah, this is a wild card conference. It's just like throwing a chainsaw in a hot tub. Atlanta. (laughs)
1: There There are three very good teams in it.
0: Yeah, Atlanta's 49 and a half over. They lost to Mark Carroll. They have Cephalosha back from a broken leg suing the uh, NYPD as he should. They added Tiago Splitter, which I I really liked. That dude's been there. That's a guy that you know gives them a little extra wrinkle. That can play him and Horford together. Maybe it gives them a backup. I,
1: I just it was like a that gaping move. hole in, the, in in the playoffs. They yeah. they filled a gaping hole, uh, a gaping deficiency. That they encounter they found themselves with come playoff time
0: I like it and with all that said I'm going under forty nine
1: and a half wow yeah. wow it's so disrespectful to yeah. buds yep yeah, it is i i um really love the over here why are they eleven games worse than last year i don't know <laughs> so you 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 have them at what forty nine and uh forty eight and thirty four forty eight and thirty four yeah, I just what? feel like they, they, they the the core identity that got them to sixty wins they they don't have they're a team that needs to play hard during the regular season and will play hard during the regular season because of the style that makes them successful all that ball movement stuff you can't just you know they they don't have individual players that need to take games off or need to take minutes, uh, have reduced minutes. I mean, it's, it's important for Horford to stay healthy all season long. But I, I think they're going to come out and play their system, and nobody could stop it until playoff time. And if that's their system, that's a system that looks successful enough to me to be 54, 55 wins.
0: I worry about perimeter D. I think Carroll was really, 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 really important for them. So I worry uh, about Teague versus Schrader. <laughs> Dennis Schrader, who I think is ready to get more minutes and how do you accommodate that? Teague's coming off a great year. Corver's older than you think he is. And I thought really started what to wear down mean? in the how playoffs. Old is he? Huh? How old is he? I think he's like Tate, find this out. What is he like 34, 35?
1: That's what I would have guessed.
0: Mill Sat he's thirty four. That's old. Okay. That's old for a white shooting guard who relies on, you know, that one fourth of a step to get open and to get looks and all that stuff. Uh, Millsap got paid. I worry about that too. I don't like when guys get paid.
1: It just—I I mean, that's—that's that's, that's not enough for me. I, I like. They, um, I, I don't St. feel St. like St. Were, And Baysmore fill in that Carroll spot, um, and I just—I believe in the system. I—I I believe in Buds. That's all.
0: It's fine. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. They're it's not making it a lock. I just feel like they. I think they were a 53 win team last year that just won 60 because of their conference and because they were playing well and because they had a style that people just hadn't totally figured out yet. And then what happened in the playoffs? I think teams are going to look at that. There's some tricks that that uh that the Cavs did, and what I forget what this, the the Bucks did. Somebody played them this series before, and it.
1: It was Washington. Washington. So should have beaten them.
0: Washington should have beaten them.
1: I don't know. They all got hurt. I don't
0: I – they had a lot of things go right for them last year until the cops decided to break Cephalosha's leg. But I don't know. Well, that it was just before doesn't, the doesn't feel like – is this team really going to win 115 wins in two years? Like I, I just don't see it. I, so I'm going I just, under. I respectfully disagree.
1: I just have them at 50. 50 to 51 wins me – the hard green cash, the hard earned green
0: cash. Okay, good. It. Make it a lock. Double down no, on no, it.
1: No, 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 no. Absolutely
0: My, not. Miami have
1: not. Oh,
0: oh. <laughs> that's here's another thing. Miami's better this year. This is 45 and a half. Uh last year they went thirty seven. They have a full year dragic. Dwayne Wade signed a one year one uh twenty million dollar deal. Whiteside's back. He missed the whole second half of the season. Or most of it. Uh Chris Bosch is back. He missed the whole second half of the season. Dang's back. They added Justice Winslow, who, god damn, he's in a perfect situation. You couldn't pick a better team. Oh, great. I go to Miami. I get to learn from a bunch of veterans. I don't have a ton of pressure. I can come off the bench and go against the other team's second team. I can grow up my own pace. I can be a defensive stopper. What? There's no better team he could have gone to. They added Gerald Green, who as long as Zach Lowe, Zach Lowe pointed this out, as long as they don't play him and Stoudemire for big stretches at the same time, could actually help as a, as an irrational confidence guy. And McRoberts is back. And McRoberts was good two years ago in Charlotte and could do stuff. And he's a good passer. And he knows where to go and what to do. And I like the team. 45 and a half is the over, under. And uh, even though Zach made one point in his piece about Dragic's style versus the way some of these other guys play in Miami, and how you know, it got me thinking: Is this a team that's a better fantasy team than a real team? Um,
1: the diff- I, I, I don't think that. I don't think uh, that I love either. Miami this year, I absolutely I like them adore them. I think Dragic and and Bosh are going to make s- sweet pick and pop music l- love together.
0: Yeah. Well, pick here's and the other pop thing.
1: Love? Yeah.
0: When Wade disappears, you know he's going to. He's going to miss ten games, or he'll miss. He won't be able to play back to back. Whatever. They're actually stocked this year. All right. Hey, Gerald Green, go shoot. Hey, Winslow, you're going to play thirty five minutes tonight. Like they have options if Wade's not there. They don't have to lean on him like they did last year. And Bosch is one of the best twenty players in the league, and he missed last year. There's no way they're not eight wins better. Something really weird would have to happen.
1: I think. Um, I like them so much. They're they're absolutely positively a lock to me. And you already heard my case for them going out and getting uh, Mellow into this mix.
0: I'm making them in lock as well. Nice. I think they got 46 and 36 minimum. Yeah. The Wizards, 45 and a half. Inexplicable. Last year they were 46 and 36, they lost Pierce. They gained Jared Dudley who doesn't come back for a couple weeks. They added Gary Neal. But more importantly, Otto Porter might actually be good and might have actually learned some stuff from Paul Pierce and might actually be an X-factor for this team. Not to mention all the Bradley Beal playoff progress which made everyone so happy. John Wall is somewhere between a star and a superstar. And the conference got a little bit worse. To me, this is like... This is the team out of all the teams in the 40s that could make a little bit of a leap into the 50s possibly. I like the over. 45 and a yeah,
1: half. I, I'm making it a lock,
0: Joe house. <laughs> wow.
1: Oh, well I love this uh Wizards team this year as well. I'm going to just call them the Wizards. I I'm, I'm fine with it. Uh yeah. this year. They they um I I really uh hate seeing PP go. Um The leadership that he brought, and I've said it many, many times over, was just incalculable. You told me, and then he delivered. And the playoff run that he really delivered for them um, was incomparable. Uh, I like to think that um, they're going to build on all of the um, progress that they made with Pierce at kind of the the helm of that that playoff ship and the confidence that that Wall and Beal acquired. But you mentioned it. Most importantly, Otto Porter – Paul Pierce may have saved his career. Yeah, um, it's still the case that the the that Beal and Wall are super young. Brad Beal is 22 years old right now. It's amazing. Um, need him to to uh, play close to 70 games for them um, to, to make this work. Nene's in a contract year. We've seen Nene in a contract year before. Now we're on the downside of Nene's career, let there be no doubt. But uh, when Nene's motivated and they uh, have enough enough depth now um, to hopefully put him in the right, right spots. Tom Haberstroh called Randy Whitman enigmatic – and I have to agree, cool way enigmatic to way, Randy Whitman. Whitman, um, if the minutes are right for this, uh, for these guys, we have the rotations pretty well set. Yeah, Alan Anderson is here also. There's a lot of good role guys: Gary Neal, Dudley, Anderson. Those are professionals, um, and they're I all like complimentary. All,
0: yeah, Gary, and, even and Gary Neal, like that. Those are guys that have actually done stuff in important NBA games and at a moment or two.
1: They, they, Washington's already uh, a top-five defensive team in the league, and the, the real improvement, the big, um, you know, earth-shattering, groundbreaking improvement is they, they all are saying they're going to take less mid, mid-range twos. The worst yeah. shot in basketball, they're going to take less of them this year. I'm right along with you. Let's lock down the Washington Wizards.
0: So they won 46, Miami won 37, and Atlanta won 60. That's 142 wins between those three, I think. I hope I added that right. So if you recalibrate just those three teams, and Miami's up now to 48, they've gained nine wins. Washington goes from 46 to like 51 range. That's another five. Mm-hmm. Right there, Atlanta loses seven, eight wins.
1: I know, and, oh, there's, oh, and, I, and they I know. still so, hit
0: the over. Yeah, somebody's going <laughs> to email why me it and took say, over. No, but somebody's gonna email and say, Oh, your math, that's stupid, you're the the cause and effect, whatever. I'm just saying like the calibration of when I try to figure out the records. I'm I just moved some of Atlanta's wins to Washington and Miami. And then I moved a couple more of Atlanta, Atlanta's wins to Boston. And you know that like that's how I Did you I, give I any to,
1: of Atlanta's wins to the Knicks?
0: No, nah, maybe one. Okay. I don't All know. Right. It's like putting together a jigsaw puzzle. There's only so many wins in the Eastern Conference. Atlanta took a lot of them last year for a lot of reasons that had nothing to do with how good they were. And I'm just recalibrating that.
1: wins is hard, hard to, to diminish.
0: I listen, you're never talking me out of my Atlanta under after what happened with the Jets' Dolphins game. Uh, the Orlando Magic. Sure. Their over is 33. Last year, twenty five and fifty seven. They've added the rookie of the year, Mario Hazonia. They lost Mo Harkless to uh Portland. I like Mo Harkless. But more importantly, they lost Jacques Vaughn, who I thought was the worst coach in the league. They replaced him with uh with Michael Chiklis. And <laughs> I think it's worth you they got Alfred Payton second year. Old Depot, third year. Vucevic, Tobias Harris got paid. Aaron Gordon in his second year is like an off the bench guy. CJ Watson, Channing Fry, Evan Fournier. They have Shabazz Napier on this team. And then Zonia. I don't know. It's, it just feels like kind of what the Bucs were last year, right? This up and coming team that we're like, oh my God, is Orlando? Might, they might make the playoffs. Holy mackerel. And, uh, I could see them winning like 38, 39. I'm going over.
1: I This one is giving me a lot of trouble. Uh, all I can think about when I watch, when I think about Orlando, is how poorly they shoot from outside. They're middle of the pack from three-point uh, percentage, and middle of the pack field goal percentage, 14 out of 30. Um, and the 14 out of 30 on, on field goal percentage is all Vucevic um who was one of the one of four players to average at you know nearly a twenty ten last year. Um I the 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 backcourt, Pey- Peyton and uh, Oladipo. Oladipo have to shoot better. They have to shoot better for this team to win thirty eight or thirty nine or forty games.
0: Yeah but would, I, why I, wouldn't you say the same about Milwaukee?
1: Uh, when Milwaukee's a slightly more accomplished. You know, OJ Mayo comes off the bench for them. Middleton. I think uh um they have another uh, Middleton. uh d- decent um three-point shooter on that team.
0: I like that you just stammered for 10 seconds. Well,
1: cuz I need to look, I don't have their roster in front of me, but I, I I don't think that they have the same kind of uh um offensive sluggish, you know, kind of problems as as uh, Orlando on the perimeter.
0: Okay. Well, I disagree. I you know what? I might change my mind with Milwaukee. I, I feel like we should just we need we needed more conflict in this podcast and a couple more teams that we disagreed on. I like that we disagree in Atlanta. I think I'm gonna go under with Milwaukee. I think I'm gonna say they're gonna go forty-three and thirty-nine. I'm gonna give some of their okay. wins to Orlando. I'm giving them two I'm giving Orlando two of Milwaukee's wins. Going no, under for Milwaukee.
1: You're and taking over for the Orlando. over on Orlando. Yeah. And the under. On now, the thing that, that goes against my under is Scott Skiles' effect. I mean, he immediately comes in and helps teams win t- 10 more games than they did the previous year. He's been doing it over and over and over.
0: Well, last year, like they basically had you know the equipment manager as the head coach, it's like Bob, the equipment manager, was coaching the team. This year, they actually have a coach who's gonna be like, Hey, I have some ideas. Hey, here's some plays. Hey, I have a halftime adjustment for you. I think it's gonna matter. Next and last team. One of my locks. The Hornets of Charlotte. So they gave Michael G- Kid Girlcrest $52 million for four years. Tore his right labor and probably out for the whole year. They added Nick Batum, which I really liked. They added Spencer Hawes, Frank Kaminsky, and Tyler Hansborough. Hey, white people of Charlotte, come on down. We have white guys. Their starting lineup. Zel- Cody Zeller just about ready to give up on him what do you think just, yeah, very, yeah, close, yeah. very we're, close we're right there on that very the- close we're about to pack his suitcase Batum who was just an atrocity last year and hopefully changed the scenery up Al Jefferson lost 20 pounds from not eating chicken anymore Kemba Walker and they're starting two guard house Jeremy Lamb
1: that's a problem
0: that is a problem
1: never up- seen anything out of Jeremy Lamb that makes me think he belongs in the NBA
0: their bench is Kaminsky, Marvin Williams, Jeremy Lin, and 17 white guys. Uh, they're over, under, inexplicably, for reasons I can't fathom, is 32 and a half. And I actually thought it was a typo. I thought it was 22 and a half and that Tate typed it wrong. And I looked it up. And no, actually, it was 32 and a half. Uh, lock, under. There's no way this team wins 33 wins. No way. There's a zero wow. percent chance. No way. None. Zero.
1: That's how many. That's how much. Now look, MKG missed 30 games last year. Jefferson missed 20 games last year. Cody Zeller missed 20 games last year, and they won 33. So you're 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 you're, you're saying you don't believe in in in, Bat, in what Batum Kaminsky.
0: I need more white guys. Like if you like if there're three more white guys I might go over. But right now they, they they didn't add enough white guys, unfortunately. So, I'm going uh under.
1: Yeah. I will uh under
0: under under. Under. <laughs> by by the way, you talk about outside shooting. You are worried yeah. about Orlando's outside shooting. Where do you see this rock show that's going to happen?
1: They were 30th oh my God. in the league. They were thirtieth of the league last year.
0: They should call this. They should call their arena the Quarry from all the racks <laughs> that are gonna be thrown around. Come down to the Quarry uh, and see the Hornets. We got white guys.
1: All right, There's, I'm on it. Thirty-one. It feels disrespectful to Steve Cliff, Clifford, who just two years ago had them. Be you know, they they were the buzz team. They were the up and comers.
0: Yeah, but he was terrible last year.
1: He Well, they were. Did you hear all those games? 30-20-20 out of the three of their most important players.
0: Jeremy Lamb is their starting two guard.
1: I am taking the under. That is enough.
0: And now, here are your Charlotte Hornets. At guard, wow. Kimball Walker. At guard. One of the guys who ruined the Harden trade and made it one of the worst trades of all time. It's Jeremy Lamb. Here he is.
1: Wow. That oh, and Al tomb, Jefferson. Oz, Kaminsky, and Lynn. Al Jefferson lost 20 pounds.
0: Al Jefferson stopped eating chicken. Come on down. What a terrible team, and I hate them for not trading against Justice Winslow, which is part of my uh, part of my oh, animosity. This is
1: a spite pick. It's well, a you total me spite pick. I'm, I'm taking sp- the under.
0: Spiting the hell out of them with my lock.
1: I'm taking the under with you.
0: All right, let's recap our Eastern Conference picks. So we have the Toronto Raptors over 46. We both agree on that. Yeah. And hopefully Kyle Lowry don't get hurt. We have the Boston Celtics over forty three and a half. I have that as a lock. Do you have that as a lock? I,
1: I I feel like I should join you. We should be in lockstep on all locks. So I'll, I'll I'll get in on that with
0: you. All right, the Knicks. We have I have over thirty. You have what do you have? Over? I have
1: over. I have uh, the Knicks. We we agree on over. Just be at, at thirty one. Right. Thirty one and fifty one. Let's go Knicks.
0: Brooklyn Nets under twenty eight. I'm going to throw a lock down on that. I don't remember if I did or not, but that, God, that team stinks.
1: I'm not, I'm not, I'm not joining you on that lock.
0: Okay. But you have the under. Philly. Uh,
1: I have, actually, I have the over. I have the over for Brooklyn. I have them at uh, 29 we are going to lose that one. Uh,
0: I have, I don't think I had Brooklyn as a lock. I have too much at stake with them. I'm going to remove my lock. Okay. Uh, Philly, you I, have, I have under 21.5 for Philly, and you have,
1: under as well. Not a lock, but both under.
0: Cleveland, we both have under fifty-seven and a half. Out of respect for the King, we decided not to make that a lock.
1: Oh, we I talked you into a lock on that under.
0: Oh, out of respect for the King, we did make that a lock.
1: <laughs> <laughs> out of respect for the King, you should play 62 games.
0: Yeah, out of respect for the King, it's a two-month season, LeBron. Just try to get through the regular season. That's it. Under 50 for the Bulls, we both have that. We
1: We are in agreement.
0: We're going to disagree on the Bucks. You have over 44 and a half, I have under 44 and a half.
1: It's a, tr- it's a fact.
0: Indianapolis, we have over 42 a piece. Detroit, we have over 34 and a half piece. Atlanta, sure. I have under 49 and a half and you have over and it was a big disagreement that caused some tension in our friendship.
1: Miami Heat. We'll try and sort it out. Over
0: 45 and a half each. Lack. Lock, Double lock. lock 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 the lock. wizards over 45 and a half lock lock and that's lock, my lock lock My two favorites are the Celtics and the uh and the wizards.
1: how or, about that? our two favorite teams
0: Orlando over 33 uh I have over you have which under you under okay I did under that. and then Charlotte, I have a lock 32 and a half under. Although They're I do have the, the over football. for thirty two and a half white guys in the Charlotte roster this season. So I, I took that, but I took under for wins.
1: We're both taking the under.
0: And uh and that's not it. I'm gonna remove my lock from uh from Brooklyn. I have too much at stake.
1: Yeah, I got I already I already erased it.
0: House, do you realize that the Celtics could have like the one of the top three picks in the draft from Brooklyn and also have like a pick between eight, nine and ten from Dallas if Dallas falls apart?
1: Uh, all I know is uh, I a if big Ben boner. Simmons going to Boston becomes a reality, I, I feel like we should fly out there with, uh, you know, we should get ice, somebody who makes ice as a sponsor <laughs> to come out and ice you down if Ben Simmons you know going to Boston becomes a thing.
0: All right, we went long as we thought we would. And uh, that means we're going to have to tape the Western Conference on Monday or Tuesday.
1: I am available all day Monday. Yeah. There is no time I can't do it. Tuesday, I'm available all the way up until We'll do it on Monday.
0: We'll tape it on okay. Monday. Uh okay. Joe House, a pleasure, as always. Um, But before we go, don't forget my podcast listeners can use promo code BS for the SeatGeek app and get a $20 rebate off your first SeatGeek purchase. You count as a podcast listener. I swear, you count as a podcast listener. You listen to this right now, so you should do this. Every ticket purchased on SeatGeek is backed by a 100% guarantee. It's the best way to buy tickets. Redeem your promo code. Get 20% back with your first purchase. Download the free SeatGeek app and enter promo code BS. And also, thanks to LegalZoom for joining us here in the Bill Simmons Podcast. They provide a way for regular people like you and me, not House because he's not a regular person, but you and me, you you and me, the podcast listener, to get legal help and feel confident about navigating the legal system. Don't let legal issues freak you out. Go to LegalZoom.com today. Get the right help. Protect your future the right way. To save even more, enter BS in the referral box at checkout. That's LegalZoom.com. Promo code BS. And don't forget about the fight on HBO, 9.30 p.m. Saturday night. The next Floyd Mayweather. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, Check that out. Thanks to everybody. Enjoy the weekend. Thanks to Joe House. Thanks to Tate for doing all the research.
1: Awesome, Tate.
0: And we'll be back on Monday with more. Until then.